Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hello and welcome to The Beacon Podcast. I'm Jeff Jowdy, your host for today's talk with Hector Colon, President and CEO of Lutheran Social Services of Wisconsin and Upper Michigan. Hector is the author of My Journey from Boxing Ring to Boardroom. Hector, we're excited to have you with us today and eager to learn about your five essential virtues for life and leadership that you learned from your boxing career and that you're spreading across Wisconsin and across the country, I know across the world. So welcome, my friend. Thank you so much, Jeff. I'm so happy to be with you here today. It's a true pleasure and honor. Well, Hector is, I'll say, a rock star in the nonprofit arena, and we're just thrilled to have him as a friend and for him to share this, his wisdom under his visionary and servant leadership approach, Lutheran so Social Services of Wisconsin and Upper Michigan has adapted new models and business strategies to increase impact and viability for employees, clients, and the organization. And before the start of his tenure in 2017, the organization had not met its budget for four consecutive years. And since that time, they have generated multi-million dollar surpluses and have seen a $30 million turnaround in five years. That is phenomenal. We need, Hector, we need to have a separate podcast on, on, on that achievement, but I know that these essential virtues were, and that culture were a big part of your success and your team. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Hector shares that his own personal and professional turnaround began in boxing where he won several national titles and competed in the 1992 Olympic trials. And when he was at the height of his boxing career, Hector stepped away from his success to serve God. So Hector, we're just honored to have you here and appreciate all that you do for, for the nonprofit sector as a whole and the, the message that you share. But can you talk a moment about servant leadership and what it means and what it looks like, especially in today's nonprofit world? Yeah, I'll equate servant leadership with the virtue of humility, which is one of the virtues in my book. And, and that's the virtue of really not thinking less of yourself, but more of others. And that's what servant leadership is all about. You know, making sure that you are concerned about how your colleagues are doing their personal, professional lives. And, and you also want to be really in tune with their ambitions and their desires and their dreams and, and help them achieve that. And you really want to co-create a, a strategy, a direction, a vision along with them versus doing it to them. And so those are some of the components I believe resonate with me and many regarding how servant leadership operates. Right. Thank you so much. And Really excited about, got your book on my bookcase behind me about my journey from boxing ring to, to boardroom and would really love if you would just share about the five essential virtues for life and leadership that you saw through your boxing career. So if you would just share those with us, please. Yeah. So the five virtues are courage, which is really about facing your fears and fighting to do the right thing, even when it's hard. And then the next one is humility, again, which is not about thinking less of yourself, but more of others. The third one is temperance, which is about self-control, 
and restraint and being very careful not to do something that could ruin your life, your soul, and your career. The fourth one is magnanimity, which is about striving for greatness. And the last one is perseverance, which is about not giving up, but it's also being willing to fail. And so that you you become more resilient and strong and learn through those failures. I love it. And I look forward to having you back and exploring those in more detail, maybe, maybe one at a time, but those are, are so profound. And, and then as you were sharing, I keep thinking about, you know, how that had the evolutions in your career. But one of the things that I know you've used those virtues for is this incredible turnaround at your organization and taking a organization that was struggling to one that's just dynamic and growing and impacting so many more lives. Everything is different, but is there a, a blueprint? How did you create a roadmap for a turnaround like that? What happened? What were the ingredients? Can you walk us through that? Yeah. So maybe I'll take you through all of the five virtues and give you some examples of what we did. The first one is courage. So since I have been here has divested of over, over $13 million worth of programs. Nonprofits don't do that. We love people. We want to serve people. We don't want to contract our services. We want to expand them. But by divesting, having the courage to divest of those programs, we have been able to strategically grow by more than $20 million. So with greater impact, with greater margin, allowing us to pay our staff and colleagues commensurate to the value they provide. So that's one example of courage. Another one is the humility. And we already talked about that. It's really, this is a servant-led culture, servant-led team. And we do everything within that virtue of humility, that lens. And so when we divest of these programs, we're mindful of our colleagues. We're mindful of our donors. We're mindful of the impact it, it has. And we took all of that into consideration and made sure that we did this very well with a servant-led heart. I think that's really our secret sauce, you know, that we're servant leaders, that we were very compassionate and empathetic, and we want to ultimately do the right thing. You know, temperance, I think about when I first started in the organization, there were some not happy with the fact that I was in Lutheran. I am Catholic, and there was some, even a little bit of a hostility, if I could say, amongst some. And I had to act with temperance and self-control and contemplate and reflect and examination of conscience and, and made sure I didn't, you know, do something that what I would regret, you know, react in a way that, that I would feel uh, bad about. Magnanimity is really about striving for greatness. This organization has been around for 140 years now with an awesome reputation. That means we have been through major world wars and pandemics and recessions and depressions, and yet we still stand. So it's, we have to continue to strive for greatness and for excellence. And that's that virtue of magnanimity. We don't want to be a mediocre organization. Our colleagues are relying on us to be great. The people we serve rely on us to be great. This community relies on us to be great. And the last virtue of perseverance where, you know, here we are, get hit by COVID. There's no roadmap. 
We don't know what to do. I remember how are we going to see our clients, you know, and yet we overcame. Not only did we overcome, we are, I believe, are the strongest we've ever been in our 140-year history. But my CFO says he can only go back 21 years. So we are the strongest we've been in 21 years. We've overcome those challenges. We've become more resilient. We've become stronger as a team and also perseverance and innovation. Now, because we are stronger than we've been in the past, we can innovate and take some risk and even fail. I often say that our sector is never going to reach its full potential because we're so afraid of failure. And quite frankly, it's hard. We can't fail because our donors are relying on us. Our contracted partners in government are relying on us. We're constantly in a microscope and it's unfair. And again, I believe that that's why we're not reaching our full potential, but perseverance is something that has helped us and something that we'll continue to work on. At Hector, as you share those virtues and those, those great examples, it's interesting to, I mean, they're both inspiring and they challenge us at the same time. It's like you're inspired to a high standard and then you're held accountable to that. I love that. And, and one, one last question. Did you understand the, what you were t taking on when you accepted this role? Was there transparency or did you get in and, and were you surprised? And I'd love to, uh... you know, it was a little bit of both. So I knew there were some challenges. I didn't know the magnitude of the challenges. I got a two year look kind of thing in the beginning, but then once we got into more details and more understanding, uh, it was a challenge. And so, but. It was great to work with our board of directors, an outstanding leadership team, outstanding colleagues within this organization to turn this organization around. It has brought a lot of inspiration, motivation, and excitement to our organization. And it really is, is we're ready to pro propel us to the future. Well, I'm just excited. Congratulations on what you've done. And thank you for the, I know around the country and around the world, the message you send and give when you speak and when folks read your book and you're certainly walking the talk and just excited for what you're doing and look forward to seeing what you'll continue to do for your organization and the nonprofit sector. And we were talking before we started recording that you're heavily involved in the community and serve on the board of regents, the board of the colleges for the University of Wisconsin system. So you're not only serving your organization, but you're serving in many other ways, I know, and living out your fate. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. And I do hope you'll be back. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you so much and look forward to seeing you and getting to see you in person soon. I, that'd be a great blessing. And for our listeners, please connect with Hector on LinkedIn. And you must, must, must read my journey from boxing ring to boardroom, five essential virtues for life and leadership. And it's available on Amazon. And if folks follow you on LinkedIn, they might see and hear when you're speaking. And I know you're available for speaking engagements to, to churches, nonprofits, and other organizations as well. So that's right. Yeah. Please look me up at w.champinstitute.com. And you can book me as your next keynote speaker, which is uh, destined to bring out the champion in you. I love it. That'd be a great blessing. So please check that out. And to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Beacon Podcast. And thanks again, Hector, for your friendship, for your life-changing impact, and for sharing your insight with us today.
Bless you, Jeff. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great to see you, my friend. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews. Suggest future topics and learn more about upcoming podcasts and guests at lighthousecouncil.com.